Welcome back, guys, to Talking Dog Shit. Episode number eight. That's right. So last time we left off talking about some genetics and all that cool stuff that dogs do naturally, the good and the bad important, all that good stuff, right? So today we're going to pick on y'all a whole lot and I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I don't really care, but we're going to talk about more anthropomorphism. Oh God, here stuff. we go. Anthropomorphism? It's anthro. Po-morphism. Anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism. Look it up. Anthropomorphism. Anyways, she'll look it up. There you go. Say it. Anthropomorphism. That right there. All right. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, For those of you who don't know what that is, we touched on it in one of our early, early videos. And it's basically when you associate human-like traits or characteristics into something that is not human. Um, doesn't always have to be an animal, but the most common things are animals. Dogs. We do it all the time. And it's the reason why we have this successful training business. Because everybody likes to just put human traits into animals. Uh, the list can go on and on and on and on. And I'll start with some of the emotional side of it. Uh, we we, because we domesticate dogs, take them in as they're like children, I guess. Well, they're not your kids, guys. They're still animals. Um, you have to treat them as animals. Otherwise, you get the hot mess that walks through this door every day. We put expectations on these dogs are unrealistic. They're human expectations, not animal expectations. So you need to stop doing those things. Uh, one of the biggest things I would say is, again, going back to emotion. We sympathize way too much for animals when they're in a frightened state let's use that fearful fearful dogs probably one of the most common things we do here and humans being emotional creatures what do we want to do we want to comfort Um, great example is you know your spouse your husband wife other whatever they are classified as they come home from work they've had a bad day and what's the first thing you want to do Oh, come here, honey. Let me give you a hug. Uh, you know, can I run your bath? Can I get you a beer? Like, you want to comfort that person. Well, in the dog world, it doesn't work like that. You actually have to make them work through the stress. And when you actually baby them or you put some emotion into what they're feeling at the time, it can actually make it worse. You're actually putting some reward into that there. So it's one of the more common things we see. So you really need to stop doing that because you're actually doing more harm than good. How'd you know I was coming to you next? I still, because you know how I feel about this. (laughs) I still feel like Rick is putting this a little lightly, guys. We are not around anymore. We're taking this shit seriously. Stop babying the shit out of your dogs, please. Okay. (laughs) You have no idea like how that stuff, like don't get me wrong, I'm not saying hate your dogs, like no, of Even course not, like right no, now. yeah. <laughs> like dance. Yeah, let's, let's, let's all, no, Damn. absolutely not. I, I love my dogs, absolutely. There are, of course, forms of affection, yeah, but still, you have no idea how much some of the stuff that you do at home causes these behavioral problems. People come in here and they fight us about it too. All the time. If there's no change at home, then that behavior will not be fixed. The dog will regress, they will fall back into it too. It's not even just dogs, it's other animals too. (sighs) Hmm. Um, I mean, (laughs) do you need need a break? (laughs) 
Did we need to cut right here for a second? Hold on. Hard cut. Rebecca, go take a breather. Okay, so perfect example. Um, bringing a dog home that, you know, freaks out in the crate and stuff like that, too. I just saw, like, a post about this on Facebook recently. I didn't even get into it, whatever. But I read the comments and what people were suggesting with it, too, and just... Just sit, just sit next to the crate, everybody, and just, yes, yes, just shovel them full of treats. Absolutely, good job. Whenever they're freaking out, you know, we're, no, you're actually rewarding that bad behavior. It doesn't work like that with dogs, too. They think that you're encouraging that, too. You need to be careful. When dogs come in for consultations and they're stressed out and they're vocalizing, the first thing the owners do, shh, calm down. It's like they immediately start touching them and just trying to comfort them and stuff. And we immediately say, immediately stop. Don't say a word, don't touch them. And then literally, eh, on average, I would say the most I've ever seen it go on is like maybe another 15 seconds, it stops. They're yeah. like, wow, it's like, huh. It's pretty amazing yeah. when they stop doing it, it stops. Yeah. It's like we do this for a living or something. <laughs> right? I swear, right? It's like, stop doing that right there. But, but no, just stop. Just watch, watch it unfold. Wow, it, it stopped. Wow. So it's kind of shocking when we get dogs that are aggressive, they're labeled aggressive, the owners bring them in, and 90% of the time they're fearful. Um, and then we sit down in the eval room or during a lesson or anything, and the owners are like, wow, like they don't normally act like this. You know, if we were out in public, they'd be barking at you or growling, et cetera. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't care. I'm not giving your dog any of the feedback that it wants. I'm not rewarding that behavior there. And it's learning that this behavior gets me nothing. So it immediately stops. Um, obviously we do this professionally so it's a little bit easier for us to do but it's a great example of like literally how just shutting off that emotion can almost instantly stop a behavior there would you guys agree yes agreed i um, mean oh, i have another one go do it it didn't look like do you were it. gonna do it right though hold on <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot oh, rock gosh. paper scissors shoot I just inched you. Oh, Lord. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to cut back to the chase, right? Like, we got to cut back to the beginning. For some reason, human beings, for some reason, human beings, we like to... Like you said in the beginning, humanize everything. Doesn't matter what it is. We from Walt Disney made a whole lot of money off of people wanting to humanize animals. That's a great point. Right? A whole lot of money, right? I mean, honestly, I got into this business because I walked by a dog daycare and thought to myself, you gotta be f***ing me. Like, there's no way that, that there's a dog daycare. I literally walked in and was like, people are paying you to do to play with dogs? And you're like, yes. I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life at that point. But, you know, you, you bring a puppy home, you're not bringing your baby home, right? And everybody just needs to understand that your dog is an animal. I don't know how many episodes we're going to have to say this. It's like the same line that we have to keep punching and ramming down their throats. Your dog is not a human being. Your dog is an animal. It has to be treated as such. 
they learn differently than human beings learn. They take things in differently than what hum how, how human beings take things in. And if you don't understand that, then you're not going to be able to communicate with your animal properly. You're not going to be able to understand your animal properly because you keep thinking from a human being mind state instead of thinking in a, in a canine, in an animal, in a natural, instinctual way. Every human beings, they put all those emotions and then, well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to correct my dog in public because people are going to look at me a certain way. I don't want to, my dog has to go to doggy daycare and wear matching outfits. I, like, like so many different things, like. I have one that out of all of the anthropomorphism bothers me the most. And that is people who defend their dogs. And I know what you're thinking. Why wouldn't I defend my dog? Not in that sense, in the sense of, it happens all the time in here, people bring their dogs in for bad behaviors, and then they go, oh, well, he just does this because this, but he's a good boy, or, oh, no, he's just really scared, or defending why their dog is doing something. In a professional standpoint, reasoning does matter to an extent. But the more I go, oh, I got my dog from a shelter, so I can't, I can't do this or this or this because he was abused, or... No, 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 you're inhibiting your dog's life and success by sitting there and being like, well, he was from a shelter, so I, I, I never made him sleep in a crate because you know he, he lived in a cage. I can see from a human perspective, why? But from a dog's mindset, now he just runs that house. And also the other behaviors of like lunging and jumping and biting and stuff like that. Well, oh, he's just biting, he's scared, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like when you do that. Well, your dog needs to tolerate me touching his feet. It's not appropriate to bite me because he's got an injury. You know, all of this defending, especially when you are knowing these are problems and that's why you're going to a professional and then giving a million reasons why your dog does that, that doesn't help your dog go home and be successful with you if you continue that mindset. You know, it's, it's, it's really obnoxious to a point, honestly. It gets very overdone and annoying to hear, oh, well, he was this, always oh, abused, so oh, that. Okay, and a lot of people go through things in life. That doesn't excuse human behaviors because they've been through something. You can't hit someone with your car because you're anxious. You know, that's not excusable. So. I got one to add to that. So yeah. I, I know you, you were ready to jump in. You, you were doing the double dutch. You was ready, but. I want to hear more about this hitting people with cars because they're anxious. Have you done this before? <laughs> She also Shush. <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> has seen corn in the poop apparently too, so we don't know. <laughs> but uh, so no, to touch on what you were saying and to give you guys a little bit like rationales behind this here, right? So yes, that's one of the most common things we hear, like, oh, it's a rescue, or we think they were abused, or they ran the streets and all this stuff, and this is why they're doing these behaviors. That's all bullshit, right? Straight up bullshit, guys. Right? Stop reading the f***ing hype on Instagram and all that crap, right? It's fed to you it's, propaganda. Yeah, all right. First of all, your dog has no true memory of all, any of those things, right? They don't have a memory like we do where they can be like, oh, back when I was a puppy, you know, this and this. No, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I just picture like some old hound dog. I'm like, kind of lady a in a trail. I'm thinking of... Back in my day. <laughs> oh, you puppies It doesn't don't know. work like that, right? Oh Dogs don't have a memory like that. So, uh, unless. Explain their memory really quick. Yeah, so like they can make associations. So, yeah, they know where home is. They know who you are. They know where food is and things like that. But 
unless this dog was repeatedly beaten every single day For at years. the same time by the same person in the same location and all this stuff yeah now we make an association of like this is bad but they have no clue about the dog fight that happened when they were eight weeks old and that's why they don't like dogs anymore stop making the excuses what, what about happened the people is, that don't even make the excuse like where is the flip side where they say you would think he would just listen to me because I rescued him. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too. it's oh, like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, I gave him a whole dog. Yeah, I pulled you off the streets, gave you a house. I gave you a bigger crate than you had before. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, again, the flip side is right there, right? Your dog's knocking like, oh, thank you for saving my life. Nope. All they know is they got a place where they can have a roof over their head they got food and they got water that's all they need in life they don't need anything else than that they don't need the super fluffy orthopedic bed or the matching outfits you like a, if anything they're looking at you like a sucker there like, you go like yeah like, like look at this guy yeah. Yeah. Free food, leads me treats. to the thing that water. i want to talk about wrap us up wrap thank us you up. appreciate that just another thing that irks me is just well he wants to do it so i just let him do it anyway <sighs> that's a good one Dogs are opportunistic animals. If they can get away with it, they're gonna do it, and then they're gonna continue to do it too, unless you do something about it and set boundaries. Just because they wanna do it, doesn't mean that they should be doing it, because nine times out of 10, I guarantee you, it's something bad and it's gonna lead to something worse. My dog, if I left the bag of dog food open, would eat the entire thing, but she'd get extremely sick and she'd probably vomit and diarrhea everywhere and nobody wants that and get fat. But that's because your dog's not trained, right? Nope, it's because my dog is super well trained. Exactly, but she... training doesn't fix all this, guys. And that's what we're trying to tell you right here, is, right? You gotta stop putting these emotions into dogs or else these behaviors will never stop. All right. Maybe when we went off a little harsh today, I apologize. No, no, okay. no, I'm not sorry. Let's face it. <laughs> okay, maybe Rebecca went off a little harsh today. I apologize for her and the rest of the staff here. But anyhow, yeah, I'd love to hear your feedback on this. So make sure you comment all the good and the bad. The bad replies will come from Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to bleep out a whole section. We had a whole lot of bleeping going on today. We apologize. But truly, the reason we are like, so, what's the word I'm looking for? Not passionate. Passionate. That's the word. So because we're so passionate about this, we want to really kind of convey this to you guys. Stop doing it and watch these behaviors go away. I promise you. So, the more neutral you are, the more neutral your dog is. That's it. All right, guys. So, finishing up episode eight, rolling into episode nine. If you're watching these videos, do us that favor, please. Hit those like buttons and all that cool stuff because if we don't get enough views, unfortunately, we're going to stop this and you're not going to get all this fun every week. So and subscribe, please. That one too, yeah. The, the smash the Share subscribe it, button. Share it, your friends, your family. Yes. Like, Aunt, comment, uncles, and subscribe. sister, cousins, log if into all If someone you don't your... like, do if you don't like their dog and they need this video right here, send it to them. Send it to them. So. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you guys in the next episode of Talking Talk Dog Shit. See ya.